Thank you for joining us. You are listening to a podcast from Bright City Church. For more information, visit our website, www.brightcitychurchuk.com or find us on social media at Bright City Church UK. Well, welcome everyone and good evening. Welcome to our live broadcast and podcast. If you're listening on the podcast, this is Word Up with Bright City. Uh, my name's Ian Fawkes. I'm the pastor of Bright City with my wife, Rachel, and I've got with me Ben Aldis. Hi, Hi Ben. Uh, hello, everybody. Great to be here. Nice ben to be is... Here. Um, worship leader, um, leading the worship uh, team with his wife. He's also uh, passionate about the Word of God. And so Ben and I are really excited, aren't we, about uh, starting this uh, podcast and, and live video. Word up. Word what? up. Word up. Hey, word up, my Word brother. up, everyone. Word up. <laughs> word up. And uh, why word up? Uh, who came up with word up anyway? <laughs> well, I think probably it was probably me. Yeah, word up. You know, the word takes us up. You know, the more we have the word, the higher we uh, we we live in Christ, and the more we know God, the closer we are to God. So that's Amen. why word up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, uh, scripture is is our is our guide to life. You know, it's our it's our um, guide to our relationship with God. It's our guide to making decisions. It's uh, it's our guide to bringing up our families, to work, to challenges in our life. And it is, yeah. it's something for the Christian that is, <clears throat> uh, I think, absolutely you know, it's essential yeah. to, to engaging yeah. with God. And, yeah, uh, yeah it, it brings uh, to mind the. Um, I think I, I what was that uh, message I preached a few weeks back, uh, um, or before the lockdown? It was. The, the indisputable key to a victorious, a victorious life, life, wasn't yeah, it? That's right. That and uh, yeah. yeah, the word of God, the word of God. And we're going to, um, that's why, guys, we are really studying the word of God. We're having this program. We want to um, get into the word of God together. We want to encourage one another, as the Bible says, yeah. all these one another's with the word of God, you know, like iron sharpens iron. We want to impart a passion for the word of God. So this is what Word Up's about. We will start next week on the the actual um you know going through a particular uh, part of the word of god and ben and i have chosen it was ben's suggestion i think it's a brilliant suggestion is the first letter of peter and yep. uh, while i mention that ben why did you come up with that out of interest well uh, it's just I, I think that um you know we we Obviously, we'll always go to Paul, who wrote a good portion of the uh, the New Testament, mm. and uh, John is in there, you know. Um, but Peter, he's one of the most prominent disciples, and for myself, you know, yeah. I'm like, wow, you know, he's really prominent in the in the Gospels. Yeah, I, I've never really dug into his letters. Yeah, of this passionate, passionate man, okay. and to see what his his take on things was. You know, yeah. Paul is there, very theological, um, very you know, really. Uh, um, down the line with lots of stuff from obviously a, a rabbinic background um, and then you've got the disciples mm -hmm. uh, John and, and uh, Matthew Mark and, and Luke and uh, but getting to getting to this integral person yeah. you know that was so much part of, of the story of Jesus was something I was like yeah I really want to know what he's got to say mm -hmm. um, and you know it would be yeah, good when, to when dig into when you suggested one Peter I instantly you know had a sort of um Yes, in my spirit. Uh, I think that those letters from Peter, 
are very relevant for us today. Of course, all of the word of God is, and we'll be talking a bit more about that uh, even tonight. But um, yeah, he was speaking to, you know, the persecuted and scattered church. And, you know, I do feel that, you know, in the days that we're living in, you know, there's more and more pressure coming from, you know, the non-Christian world and, and leading to persecution. And I think even in the West, That's we it. will, I don't mean to sound um, morbid, but we will experience more um, pressure and even persecution from, yeah. you know, the, the world. And so this letter really speaks uh, powerfully to us. We won't go too much into Peter now because we're talking really, this is an intro session where we're discussing why are we doing Word Up? Why are we studying the Word of God? Why is it so important? Um, yeah. You know, I'll throw that it's... question to you, Ben, to start <laughs> with. And, uh... Well, it, I mean, it's, it's the Word of, of our God. It's, yeah. it's, it's it express Word and, you know, we, we'll, we'll get into it. You know, what, what yeah. is the Word of God? What, yeah. what, what is it? You know, there's different forms of the Word of God. You know, obviously the Bible is, is the Word of God. But, you know, that's that's not all the word of God is. Um, the word of God is also the utterances, the decrees that, that God made from his mouth to um, create at the beginning of time. Mm -hmm. Creation. Yeah. It says in Psalm 33, 6, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made by the breath of his mouth, all their host. And. There's so much through scripture about that, where God says, let there be light in Genesis 3, yes, let yes. the earth bring forth living creatures. And even in the New Testament, in Hebrews, when it talks about God upholding all things by the word. Wow, yes. By the word, his utterance, his command, his, his rhema, his, his word of yeah. command. Uh, holding of all things That's together it. by his word. The power of his the, strength. The power, yeah. The dynamis, the power of his strength. Um, holding it all together and that's you know that's in the word you know you go back to the original languages uh you know you can get nuances of of what they were trying to communicate sometimes we have one word for something that hebrew has several words for um you know the breath of god mm. but there's other nuanced things uh that that's that give you different aspects of of the word breath if you like um Genesis 2.7, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils mm -hmm. the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Now, yeah. th those words are not ruach, as the breath is. They're, they're different words. Um, and I love the detail that, that it brings uh, to, to our understanding. Mm -hmm. When it says, uh, he made man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils, that word for breathe means to puff to kindle, to expire. And I was, I was saying to Ian earlier that, you know, that word kindle, kindling something, uh, kindling life in man yeah. gives you a different a different um, perspective on it. And then when he says it's it's the breath of life that was breathed into his nostrils mm. um, and man became a living soul. That word for breath there is in inspiration, spirit mm. and intellect, which I, I really, um, you know, I, I love that because it talks later in the New Testament about... Uh, the wisdom that yes. God gives mm. to believers that is not available to unbelievers, to, to put it on the line bluntly. Mm -hmm. um, he talks about that inspiration. And I, I looked through the word for different examples of that. And I, I, I'm no scholar. I'm no scholar of the book of Job. But in, in Job, there's Job going through his suffering. And then he has his three friends in brackets who, who come and try and sort stuff out for him. And then there's a younger man called Elihu who comes later and he says something really profound about, about the breath of God. 
Um, he says, days should speak. The multitude of years should teach wisdom. But there is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. That's in Job 32, 7 to 8. Mm-hmm. And he's, t- he's talking about in natural kind of things. Years, elder people who've lived life have wisdom. But there is another wisdom that God can give to anyone, to, mm-hmm. to younger people to um, of any age. And he can give that. Um, and give wisdom and give uh, give revelation to to all of us and i, I know you had a scripture in in uh, corinthians that talks mm. uh, talks about that again in, in new testament terms for for the believer yeah 1 corinthians two fourteen, it talks about you know the man without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of god for they are foolishness to him and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned but yes we see there it's the spirit Spirit of God, the Ruach, the breath of God that brings to life suddenly the words of God that um, before and without the spirit, they were, you know, I, I, I was saying earlier, wasn't I, that, uh, you know, the Bible before I was born again was a dusty old book that didn't really mean anything to me. The minute I was born again, it suddenly came alive and, um, you know, it was speaking to me. I was able to understand it. I began to even, you know, share it and, and speak it to my family and people. So, yeah, that that thing, that that um, aspect of the spirit of God bringing to life the word of God. And it, it put me in mind of and I think we can have this scripture up where. All scripture is God breathed. You know, it is it it has been inspired by God. It's not just words in a page. It's not. But it is the revelation of the living God. And it reminds me as well, talking of these other scriptures that uh, that the word of God is living and active. It is alive. That that word living literally means alive and active. The um, the Greek word there, it's energon. It's it's operating with power. Energetic. Uh, That's where we get the word energy from. Yeah. So so the the word of God is living and active and, and has great power. And uh, I was even reminded, we, we sometimes repeat the scripture, you know, as the rain comes down from heaven, waters the land and uh, brings forth its crops. So the word of God that goes forth does not return without, you know, doing what it was sent to do. God's That's word. It. It, it is really powerful. So it's a seed, isn't it? It's yeah. Planted seed that brings forth a fruit. Yes. And, and, you know, listen, folks who are tuning in and uh, we don't want this program. This is not about being, you know, super intellectual or being high minded and over the top of anyone. We want to come around the word of God that is easy to understand for everybody. The word of God is for all. And uh, we want to sit around together and unearth the treasures that are within, that are the gift of God. You know, he said he brought me to his banqueting table. He's got a beautiful banqueting table of food, the manna, the word of God. And we want to, you know, if you like, eat that together, share it together. We want to encourage one another with... um, you know, imparting a passion for the word of God. You were praying it before we started, Ben. And, you know, we want, I think, you know, God wants us to be people of his word, who love his word, who obey his word. We'll look at some of these scriptures. And and we want to, you know, encourage one another. Like you said, Ben, enjoy his word. We want to enjoy it. We want to relish it, you know, and and really, you know, um, have a passion for it. That's it. Enjoy his word and just, just 
mine some of the riches that are there. Yes. Because yeah. I, this is what I always pray to, to the Lord. Don't give me anything more or anything less than I'm entitled to, Lord. I want to experience as a Christian all that I'm entitled to. You know, I don't want to miss anything. And, you know, if you if you live righteously and pursue his word and, and obey his word, you're not going to miss anything. You're going to mm. experience and you're going to live that life that, that Jesus won for us on the cross. So it's a good prayer to pray, really. You know, Lord, give me everything I'm entitled to. Help mm. me to live righteously. Yeah. Help me to read your word. Help me to live in faith so that I can enjoy everything that you want to give me. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's... Yeah, if we pray that prayer, I mean, the Bible says, if you ask anything according to his will, yeah. and boy, do we know that this is the will of the Father, that we would love and know his word and have a passion for his word. I remember, you know, and I've shared this in the church, praying years ago, you know, when I was struggling with the word, I thought, oh, you know, I... Lord, help me. Give me a, a passion for this word. Help me to be a man of your word, to get your word within me, to, you know, get uh, into rhythms of life that are feeding off your word, that I would, you know, speak your word, live your word. And of course, God loves that prayer. If you mean it when you pray it, and I think meaning it when you pray it is that you offer yourself to make an effort to join with, you know, so yes, you do need to make an effort. So right, I'm going to get up. I'm going to start my day by reading the word and Lord I want you to help me I know yeah. I struggle to get up but help me I will drag <laughs> myself out and God will help you he will um, you know back you up and you will suddenly find that you are in a, a healthy lifestyle with healthy rhythms yep. feeding off the word of God that's you just brought up an important uh, practice that I, I yeah. do in my life about um, you know starting a day with God and, mm. uh, and uh, I was speaking to our worship team about this a few weeks ago that um, when I get up in the morning for work, I, I get up uh, a few hours earlier so that I have time to start my day with the Lord. And, mm. and one of the things I do, one of the practices of my life, um, uh, my best intention, is mm. to sit there and, and just put the day before the Lord. Mm -hmm. And um, when I became a Christian uh, years ago, I did a course here at Ashford Christian Fellowship, mm. now at Bright City, um, where it, it told you, you know, it taught, taught us how to approach the Lord, how to realize his presence. And the scripture that was used for that particular exercise was Psalm 139, which talks about um, God being all around us. Uh, God being, uh, there's nowhere you can go where God is not. Mm -hmm. and where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, uh, and it speaks about, you know, him knowing you from, mm. from the womb. It talks about the days of your life being written in a book before any of them. You lived any of them. Yes, yeah. Uh, and I, that's what I do. I sit there mm. and I, I look at Psalm 139 and, it, I mean, it, we, we can go deep into this. That psalm was David's revelation. You know, his, it was his recorded revelation in a, in a book. Um, but the Bible isn't just any book. You know, it's not just the thoughts of man. It's the... It's the it, it's the message of God and David's revelation that he had of God being all around him and knowing everything about him mm -hmm. becomes my revelation too. Mm -hmm. That word that was spoken thousands of years ago to David, God uses what happened to him to, to speak to me. And I sit there and I say, God, I realize your presence all around me. I, I know that this day was written in your book before I lived any of it, Lord. And I know that you want 
you know, you want good for me. You'll mm. always walk by my side. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I do at the beginning of the day. Mm. You know, that, that, that's David's revelation becomes my revelation by the Holy Spirit. There um, you go. The, you know, the very revelation of who you are, of what your life is coming through the word of God. If you didn't know that psalm, if you hadn't had that, you know, the revelation that, you know, all the days ordained for me were written in your book before even one of them came to be. How do we know that about uh, God and ourselves? Only through the word of God, isn't it? And it's the same. Every aspect of his character and who we are in God is revealed through God's word. So how do we know God and how do we know this life? Only through the word of God. And I mean, there are a lot of people that say, oh, you know, the word of God is okay, but, uh, you know, I just, I know, you know, God loves me. And, uh, you know, there can be some quite flippant attitudes about the word of God. Yeah. And yet, to me, it, it's like sort of, um, you know, say, for instance, like a guy, you know, being attracted to a girl, but saying, you know, well, just don't speak, don't open your mouth. I, I, and, and the minute you hear what they've got to say... You, you sort of say, oh, you know, I don't know about this. I, I don't want to hear what you've got to say. I just, um, you know, I'm drawn to the way you look or something like that. I don't know if this is a good example, but this came to me. You know, the thing is that the, the word of God is the revelation of God's mind mm-hmm. and, and what he wants to say to us and who he is, isn't it? Yeah. And if we... If we don't value and treasure that, it's like a person saying, well, I don't want to hear you. I don't want you to talk to me, um, you know, which is ridiculous <laughs> in a relationship, isn't it? <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. It, it, you're talking about it's a, it's a revelation to the mind. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it promotes me to kind of think of uh, some of these other scriptures that describe the word of God that... Um, have been a revelation to me in this leading up to this study. Yeah. And uh, in Ephesians 6, I mean, this is a, a scripture that everyone knows. It talks about the armour of God, um, talks about the shield of faith. Um, mm. But it talks about the sword of the spirit, which mm. is, is is the word of God. Yeah. Um, and in Hebrews, uh, it's Hebrews 4.12. It says, for the word of God is living and it's active and it's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Mm-hmm. So in that, you know, this is, this is a revelation that I got from um, Derek Prince. Good old mm. Derek Prince. I, honestly, for any of you out there, Derek Prince Ministries have an app on the phone, and there are week, every week there's a study you can follow. And this is one that I was following this week about the Word of God. And he says, God's Word reaches into every area of human life. Like Ian just said, it reaches into the mind. It reaches into the spirit. It reaches into the soul and also the physical body. And this, I've read this scripture loads of times, but I never really thought about the word of God reaching into our bodies, into our anatomy. It talks about joints and of marrow. And, I, I, you know, that was a bit of a revelation to me because it speaks to me of, you know, when we pray for healing uh, and there are, there are different aspects we could talk about with healing. But when we talk about healing, this talks about the word of God penetrating into the joints uh, and the marrow of our bodies. And uh, Derek Prince, again, he applied that. He was ill in the desert when he was a first uh, first Christian in the Second World War. Mm-hmm. He had a skin condition. He was in Sudan um, and it wouldn't heal. And he applied 
healing scriptures like medicine to his body three times a day like you would medicine. Yeah. And he saw the healing of the Lord. Amazing. And, uh, you know, again, that just speaks yeah. to me, you know, the word mm. of God is for your soul, it is for your spirit, it is for your mind. Mm. But it goes into the joints and the marrow of your body as yes. well. You yeah. know, what what yeah. revelation is that about, you know... <coughs> Leviticus talks about truth in the inward parts mm-hmm. uh, of a sacrifice. You know, we're, we're living sacrifices. Uh, and Leviticus talks about getting that truth into the inward parts. New Testament talks about the joints and the marrow, getting mm. that word into the penetrating word of God, you know, into, into your bodies. And, you know, that's just a revelation, to, again to me, mm. of, of healing scriptures and the healing power of the word of God. Um, yeah, yeah. Blew me away that one. Really Brilliant. Did, yes, you know. it, it, the, the word of God heals. You know, there's a reference to um, heals our bones, uh, healing our bones. And uh, yeah, I, I wanted to also talk about, you know, the word of God is so important to God himself uh, that he um, he takes on the name of the word of God. And, and you know, the, the word of God is synonymous with God himself, and uh, we know from, it's got some scriptures here, John 1.1, 1, 1, if we want to put that one up, that would be good. John 1.1, 1, 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. God, it, you know, counts the word as so precious that he said, you know, I am the word, and the word is me. Yeah, they are synonymous with one another. And because, like we were saying, the word is the mind of God, isn't it? It's the, the revealed mind of God. Yeah. And it says, um, the word then in verse 14, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And John goes on to say in his letter, that which was, you know, first letter, 1 John, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at, and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of God, the word of life. It, it is, Jesus is the word, and, um, you know, he, he uh called himself the word and uh, even in revelation it says he will come riding on a white horse and he will have a name on his i th- believe it's a name on his thigh i've got it here and uh, he has a name he's dressed in a robe dipped in blood and his name is the word of god so there we go the 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 word the word the word it's so synonymous with jesus himself and that's it. I mean, that he he is the word, isn't he? He's the logos of God mm. um, among the Trinity, especially you know Jesus is, is communicates the character of God to us. He became yeah. in flesh, mm. and he was perfect. And everything that Jesus did while he was here on earth with us, everything we, we read in the Gospels was a communication yeah. of, of God Himself. Um, and it just again, it just communicates, you know. How wonderful it, it was to to have an earthly incarnation of God. He was he was fully God, mm-hmm. and he was fully man. You yeah. know, he came to experience all, all that um, we experienced, uh, and you know, he walked uh, as as we walk today, um, as a man. Yet he had yeah. that divinity as well that was uh, that was perfect. Um, and by the power of the Holy Spirit and the indwelling of the Spirit today, you know, we, mm. we look towards his example to, to live in the power of the Spirit as, as he did. Um, and it's just, you know, you, you become a Christian, you know, you, you live your life and, and, and you, you look at the word, you study the word. But 
year on year, you know, you can keep reading the Bible and it's a living book mm-hmm. and you just get more and more revelation, you know, and, and more and more um, appreciation, I guess is the word, of, of Jesus' example, mm. you know, and, and, and what life can be like, even in trial, you know, even in, in the worst of circumstances, um, that you can look to Jesus and, and see the way that he lived, see the way that he loved people, uh, see the way that he he walked on this earth, and yes, uh, when we look at what Jesus himself said about the scriptures, you know, and and so we get a that we know what the Son of God, God Himself, said about His own Word, and that was talking about the Old Testament. But of course, then He was the Word of God arrived. I am now the Word of God is here, the one that uh, the other Word of God, the Old Testament, talked about, and now I'm here, and those words were recorded, and so we have the New Testament Word of God as well. But He said, "Heaven and earth will pass away, but My words will never pass away." He also said that. Uh, truly I tell you until heaven and earth disappear this is Matthew 5:18 not the smallest letter nor the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished again talking about you know the surety the um, the absolute um, certainty of the word of God and then I you know I was absolutely taken by the way that in that um, last kind of prayer time before Jesus went to the cross. There's so much reference to um, his believers and disciples obeying his word. If you love me, you will obey my teaching, my word, basically. And uh, there's a very profound um, scripture that says, um, and, and if you love my teaching, my father and myself will make our home with you. You know, it's those who love my word and my teaching. I think if we have a look at John 14, 23 and 24, um, that's a good scripture there. John 14, 24. Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. You, you know, I think... It's a very profound thing when we might even say, you could quite easily say from the scriptures that to the extent that you love God's word, you love God. Yeah. And, yeah. and to say that, you know, you do love God and yet you, you have no reverence or passion for his word or, or, or desire for his word. I think, you know, that doesn't really fit. It doesn't fit yeah, with right. the testimony of scripture. It got kind of speaks of how you know as Christians, how should we approach the Word of God? Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking earlier on about we carry these these books, like my little red Gideon Bible, around in our bags, around in our cars, you know, on our shelves, and maybe not really understanding the power that's in in these these little books mm-hmm. that we have. You know, it's it, it's life changing. It's yeah. life changing, and it really you know it speaks of how how we sh- should we approach the Word of God. You know, how should we approach this powerful book? How should we study? Um, and, you know, I think we should approach it with humility. You yeah. Know, with, some, with some real humility. If it's, if it's that powerful, you know, That's so there true. should be some yes. respect and humility. You know, we should approach it w- with prayer, with reverence, um, you know, with, with reason and, and with rejoicing as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, the, the source of our worship, you know, the, our exuberant worship that we experience at church is, is the treasures of the Word of God. Mm. You know, that, that's what gives us the joy. But, you know, there's, I guess there's levels of understanding of the, the role of Word of God, the Word of God in our lives. But yes, definitely with, with yeah. some humility. Well, yeah, well, you saying that, Ben, it, it's reminded me of this scripture in Isaiah 66. Um, this is what the Lord says. Heaven is my throne. The earth is my footstool. Where is the house you will build for me? Where will my resting place be? Has not my hand made all these things? And so they came into being, declares the Lord. This is the one I esteem. He who is humble and contrite in spirit and trembles at my word. This is the one I esteem. You talk about there the humility. Again, you know, humbly coming before um, God's word. You know, trembling at, the, at my word. It's not being afraid of God and his word, but it's having that reverend awe towards it, isn't yeah. it? And uh, we... I don't want to come across as saying, you know, because you might be sitting there thinking, oh, my goodness, I, I realize I don't, you know, have the, the place, the, the word of God does not have the place it should be in my life. Don't be condemned in any way. This is, a, this is God calling us up, calling us in, and, and actually releasing an anointing and a help and a grace to, if you like, come back to the word of God, Interestingly, we're in this time, aren't we, of, of sort of isolation a little bit, lockdown, and God, if you like, almost pressing a reset button and saying, hey, it's time to come back to basics. A huge part of this is, you know, come back to me, to my word. And yeah. so, um, you know, don't feel in any way condemned. Let's pray together. Let's ask God to help together to help us to get into his word. And that's what this program is going to be about, you know, where we encourage each other. And we'll be going through the word of God, you know, verse by verse, uh, yeah. starting next week in Peter. Mm. Uh, it's challenging. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It humbles you because it's, mm. it's challenging some of the things in the word of God. And yeah. believe me, there are some things that we've already seen in chapter one of Peter that are controversial, that are challenging. Mm -hmm. But um, rather than avoid issues, you know, it'd be good to take them head on and uh, present, you know, different perspectives on the, on what it says and, uh, you know, what it means. Um, because it's, it, it's interesting. It's interesting to me, you know, I, having that passion for, for the Word of God, you know, and having this available to us yeah. is, is infinitely interesting for the Christian, um, oh, yeah. for their life. And... You know, it's it's full of riches. You know, oh, there's goodness, such treasure goodness. there. Absolutely. You know, and it, it's powerful, um, and it, it, it's deep. We was we were um, batting backwards and forwards these kind of metaphors and analogies before we started, and uh, I, I, you know, I, I kind of think that you know those little insects, those little water boatman insects yeah. that, that walk on the skin of the water they're so light that they, they walk on the skin of the water yeah sometimes i feel like that you know i'm skimming on this very thin edge of something that's so deep you know that there can be the depths can hardly be plumbed in this lifetime mm. um you know i feel i feel like that you know and yes. spurgeon quote charles spurgeon said we're like you know we're like specks of of, of grains of sand 
at the ocean uh, of God's goodness and, and God's uh, word and wisdom. Yeah. yeah. Here's another Charles uh, Spurgeon quote. Uh, the word of God is like a lion. You don't have to defend a lion. All you have to do is let the lion loose and the lion will defend itself. You know, part of word up is just getting the word out and, and getting the word in, you know, to us. And uh, the word of God will do the rest. Um, yeah, you know, when you were talking about, Ben, you know, the wisdom, the blessing of the word of God, it me immediately reminded me of um, Proverbs chapter one. And, and one of the things that I do, you know, you ha we have seasons of this, so you're not going to do it forever. But uh, I'm doing it, you know, I've been doing it for quite a while is each day of the month. Uh, reading, you know, first day of the month, first chapter of Proverbs, the wisdom, the knowledge and understanding which I need as, um, you know, in, in my role at uh, Bright City. But this is talking about the word of God, not just prover Proverbs, but for attaining wisdom and discipline, for understanding words of insight, for acquiring a disciplined and prudent life, for doing what is right and just and fair for giving prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the young. Let the wise listen and add to their learning, and let the discerning get guidance for understanding proverbs and parables, the saying and riddles of the wise. It says, you know, the word of God is more profitable than silver, uh, yields better better returns than gold, is more precious than rubies. This is the blessing of the word of God. God wants to bless us by his word. And uh, I'm reminded of Psalm 1. It's the very first song of the Lord in the scriptures, the first song, the first poem of God. And it said, blessed is the man who delights in the word of God. It, yeah. it says that we will be like a tree planted by the living waters. Our leaf will never wither. We'll go through seasons, hardships. If we are feeding on the word of God, we will always be green and vibrant and living. And it says that, um, Whatever we do will prosper. prosper. <laughs> yeah, this is the blessing of the, that we have from the word of God. Why are we imparting about the word of God? Because it is the greatest treasure from the word of God. It is the mind of God himself. Yeah. Blessed is the man who delights in the word. And he meditates on it day and yeah. night. Yeah. Um, yeah, as you can see, we're, we're getting passionate about this because <laughs> it is so good. I'm also reminded, you know, of that 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 um, scripture of, you know, meditates on it day and night. Whatever he does prospers, whatever she does prospers. If you get the word of God in you. It reminded me of um, when God launched Joshua into, he said, you know, right, off you go. Be bold, strong and courageous. You're going to take the land everywhere you place your foot. I'm going to give it to you. Get ready. Get ready to cross into the. And then he gave him the strategy. He said, this is what you should do. He said, meditate on my word. Do not let this book depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. And he says, whatever you do will prosper. There it is again. He's giving even Joshua the strategy for taking mm. the land is by the word of God. That's pretty yeah. amazing. And, God, and again, God can use... Um, the word to to direct your life. You yes. know, that was that was yeah, a, absolutely. the word to Joshua. Yes, um, good. But all throughout Scripture, you know, the, like I said before, David's revelation became my revelation. Joshua's revelation from God 
can be your revelation if God so speaks it to you by his Holy Spirit. You know, there are things that were spoken to Paul um, where he says about, um, will I not bless you? Um, oh, the scripture's gone. It's Philippians 4.19. Um, mm. It's gone from, from our mind. We have to look it up. Yeah, okay. let's look it up. Let's this get is, into the word. This is Philippians live, 4.19. Okay. A-E-I-O. So Philippians before Colossians. Philippians 4.19. I should know this very well. This is like our family scripture. And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. See, that's that's Paul's revelation, you know, and it, that he was speaking to, to the Philippian church. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory or his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Mm. And that scripture has been a revelation to, to my family, you know, that we, we constantly kind of um, proclaim over mm. our lives. Um, God is able to supply. And it's one of the things I pray on the way to work. You know, Lord, thank you for a day of work. Thank you for your supply today. Um, and it, it's Paul's revelation, but it becomes my revelation. You know, it's it's uh, living and active, as you yes, said. It's yes, yes, it's come now. alive into that, you. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, it's it opens your eyes. It teaches you things. You know, the Word of God, um, you know, is it can be directional as well. And, you know, it's a, it's a good, it's a source for testimony, you know. I'll ask you the question, Ian, you know, can you see, can you, have you got an example of a time in your life where God has spoken through his word uh, directionally to you? Yes, yes. I, I mean, certainly uh, I can think of, you know, a very fairly recent example where the word of God jumped out um, to, you know, Rachel and myself, you know, a few years ago, but told us, you know, when... I could have moved somewhere directionally, but God said, stand still, stand firm, hold yourself and uh, see what I will do. Now, I, I, I'm trying to think where that scripture is. I think it was um, where Moses was standing in front of the Red Sea. And there's other places as well where God said, you know, stand still, hold yourself, do nothing and see what I would do. But there have been many times when the word of God has um, has spoken directionally to us. It brings me to mind, you know, a very famous scripture about the word of God. Actually, in the we talk about the songs and poems of the word of God in Psalms. And the longest psalm, the longest song of God is all about the word of God. Psalm 119. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, the longest chapter in the whole Bible. And it's the word of God. And um, it says, your word, one of it is, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light oh, to my path. Yes, this word will guide us, as you said, Ben, will guide us every step. When you think of, you know, a lamp to my path, now, is, is it your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. You think of shining down where your feet are taking every step, you know, so that you don't stumble, fall in a hole, trip over, you shine the torch, we do today, modern day and, and also we can look ahead in terms of the direction we need to go with this light don't we the same with the word of god you can have direction for every small step that you're taking if you like god mm -hmm. wants to guide us by his spirit through his word mm -hmm. and even the direction of your life so yes 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 <laughs> absolutely another scripture the path of the righteous is like a, a, a 
the, the, the path of the ever the the um the ever ever shining bright like the noonday sun That's sort it. of coming yeah the, the path of the ways. righteous yeah because yeah. the light uh, is guiding us absolutely yeah. and um i talking about what you said there ben it's almost like you know the promises of god and you you use that promise that was really so strong now and and helping you in your life philippians 4 uh, 13 or 19, 19. Uh, 419, um, my God shall supply all my all needs according to his riches. 413 is that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Anyway, these promises of God, what the word of God says about the word of God, is this is an amazing scripture. In uh, Again, it's from the letter of Peter. It's 2 Peter 1, and uh, I'm going to have to find it. 2 Peter 1, I may have um, given it to... Uh, Vicky to put up there, did we? Uh, no, I didn't. So let me find oh, it quickly. She has got it. <laughs> yes, wonderful. Thank you. You have got it. So look at it there. 2 Peter 1, 3 and 4. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge. So we have everything we need who has called us by his glory and goodness. Through these, he has given to us his very great and precious promises, his word, his promises. And we just heard about that promise speaking to Ben and the family so that through them, through these words, we can participate in the divine nature of God. That says, wow, it is by this living and active word that we actually take on the divine nature of God himself. You know, we yeah. become, you know, sons and daughters of God. We, we, we take on the power of God. We, we grow in our faith. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. Our faith, which is more precious than gold. Amen. Peter again says that. <laughs> uh, your faith more precious than gold. So, yes, um, that the word of God, the promises of God. By that we partake of his divine nature. Oh, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> That's it. That's the word of God active <laughs> in our lives, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and partaking, you know, it's, a, it's an active word, isn't it? Partaking means partaking, you're, you are, yeah. you know, you are active in, in, in pursuing God. Um, and for myself, uh, I've tried since becoming a Christian to pursue the devotional life. And, and, mm. and the devotional life for a Christian is... How do you practice your faith outside of church? You know, when it's just you and God and you're, you're on your own, you know, Matthew 6, it says about going into your room in a secret place of prayer and worship uh, where nobody sees you but God. Um, and that's been a big part of my, my faith. Mm. Um, you know, taking that example uh, of going away, shutting yourself away and praying to God in secret. Um, and he says, you know, I'll reward you openly. And, uh, you know, I don't do it to particularly get open reward but he's you know you, if you're cultivating that relationship mm. in, the, in the quiet places of your life you know there is such reward i know that when i have my best days or my best weeks uh and i've i've pursued god as a habit um which this week you know has been, have been really successful in the mornings uh, putting myself before god and doing the practice that I, I spoke about earlier i know that when i've had weeks like that and i've got to the church service I, I'm literally like a bomb waiting to go off in worship. It's just, it fuels your life. You know? mm -hmm. that's, that's your life of being a living sacrifice. Elijah laid the wood and the stone and God brought the fire. So if you, if you lay that sacrifice uh, you know, of, of, of your devotion, of your Bible reading, of your prayer, of your fasting, of your um, 
acts of service, uh, of, of times of solitude, of times of celebration, if you lay those things in your life as a sacrifice, God will bring the fire. God mm-hmm. will bring the fire of his Holy Spirit and you will ignite. And there are people that come to mind right now that I know when I'm leading worship in church and when I've led worship in the past and I, I see that true celebration and I and I see some of there's a there is a look that people get on their faces mm-hmm. um, and I've seen it in a few people um, and I, I just I, I look at them and I'm like yes mm. yes I, that that is it you you know there's something going on there that that is there's a it blessing just, yeah. that, that that you know is is only from the, the, the heavenly place. You know, and Jesus even said, "I have food that you know nothing about." It's That's this it. communing, partaking yeah. of communion. of God through His Word, yeah. and and these are the blessings. That's why we're so passionate about it. That's why we want to. Uh, God, you know, says it's so important. That's why we're having Word mm. Up, friends. I hope you've uh, enjoyed our first introduction to. Uh, the Word Up broadcast and the podcast if you're listening in. Next week we will kick off with our, um, you know, our portion of scripture that we're going to dive into, eat from, enjoy together. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be blessed, aren't we, Ben? And yeah, thanks so much for coming on this journey with, with me, Ben, and, and with us together. Me, yeah. It's it's great. And uh, thank you for joining us, everyone. And we will, we will see you next week, uh, same time, same place, on Word Up. Amen. Yeah, God bless you all. Amen. Thank you.